G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 703 of the Trains Move podcast. My name is Tim Meg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmove.com or send me through an email, tim at trainsmove.com. Now, instead of me, you know, gibbering on a, a story about now or what's going on in my poor, pathetic little life, what I'll do is I'll read, a, read the question out and then that's going to lead into a, a story. <laughs> Today's question comes from Parath, and I'm pretty confident I've just destroyed that name, so sorry, mate. Parath, Parath writes, I want to know the importance of rest between intervals. Uh, suppose I do 5 times 3 minutes with 60 seconds rest in between. Will it harm the session if I change this to 90 seconds or rest to... Or maybe two minutes rest another question i have is if i should be changing my training based on my age i am 15 years old but i want to get fast and reach the top levels if there's some sessions i should prioritize or do differently than older athletes by by the way i don't mind if you share this on the podcast so i think um Parath came via um, YouTube, and I, I, years ago I used to post um, each episode on on YouTube, but I haven't done that in years. Um, but anyway, so it, it's a good question, and you know, obviously the answer is it depends. <laughs> um, but it leads me to a story. Um, in a, in a very big nutshell, your primary goal at the moment is to become a very fast 15-year-old with long-term vision. And they're the two main main goals that you're going to be, should be focused on. Going back, a, I don't know, a couple of years ago or, or so, I was reached out by this athlete. And I started, started telling this story on another podcast once. And I thought, oh, no, I shouldn't be do, telling this story. And I ended up deleting it. But um, but I thought, oh, you know, bugger it. Let's tell the story um, because there's nothing here I wouldn't wouldn't or haven't told told them uh, um, in 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 the past or you know. And I'm pretty sure they don't listen to the pod anymore anyway. But I was co- contacted a a couple of years back on coaching this athlete. I'm pretty sure at the time he was 14 years old. And when I got onto like a video call um, with him and his mother. Uh, they, I said, what's your goals? And uh, they said, I want to win Kona. I thought, oh, you, you're a little ripper, mate. I lo- love it. But our, you know, and I, and I actually said, I'll coach him. You know, I'll coach, coach your son for free. And within, it was either within one week or two weeks, I was sacked. <laughs> we were, well, there you go, eh? Um, we had completely two different mindsets. And I was pretty honest straight off the bat on what I, I saw the pathway forward, the, the framework of what we should kind of be targeting. And I was also very clear that um, I have no experience at the time with coaching youth athletes, apart from knocking around with my son at the time. But I since, since then, I actually have spent a considerable amount of time learning um, on developing through teenagers and stuff. But that's, a, that's a, another topic. But... Um, my visions was to make him a fast 14 year old and um his vision and his mother's vision was to train for kona (laughs) and um 
and we we started cl- in we had two completely different mind mindset i didn't want him running over an hour he he, he wanted to do two hours he wanted to do two 20k runs so i wanted him to let you know our first initial focus should be to get your 5k run under well under 20 minutes let's target under a sub 20 minute 5k and go from there here at the time it was like 22 minutes and and when you know i'd have like an hour fartlek run set or or whatever it was and he'd go and that him that they would go do a two hour or a 20 kilometer run and i say you're going to run the speed right out of your legs i'm not a fan of this at all i don't think you should be doing it and and the it was pretty well the whole time was spent me trying to cut the crap out of the volume of what this um kid was doing and you know i call him a kid i call anyone under the age of 20 a kid so but he, you know 14 year old teenager um it was, so we had two com- really really completely different mindsets on, on this and so yeah so i was sacked within one or two weeks of taking it on for free and uh, and there was no everything was driven through the mum but there was uh, and I was pretty honest with how everything you know I was going to do everything but I I don't think they liked criticism at all but anyway um, so your main main focus really needs to be um, you know becoming the fastest 15 year old but with a long term vision it has to have that real long term vision of what your goal is um and work on any weaknesses uh, that that because as you progress through the sport uh, weaknesses become very limited by the people um up front they, they don't appear to have many weaknesses the the ones that are constantly first second and third are at state and national levels and um so and and I'll, I'll i'll give another little quick quick story um two school holidays ago my son um i noticed his swim squad wasn't really doing a lot of technique work it was very much they could should be able to learn off each other sort of thing and i'm, I'm not a fan of that philosophy but that, that's what they do and during you know school holiday period I noticed my son wasn't has no rhythm in his swimming. He was, you know, his swim stroke looked more like a bloody windmill. And instead of, you know, as you a general freestyle swim, you keep you, you know your hand enters the water, it stays out in front until your recovery hand's just about to enter the water, then you start the catch. And so he wasn't doing it. He was his arms were moving like a windmill. So I so I said so I showed him the video of him doing it. I showed him video of what we would like it to look like, and we can you know we started progressing. Now, to his credit, he lost he stuck with it. He, he lost a lot of time. Not one person in his swim squad told him that this is the way to do it. They you know which I was pretty disappointed with, but you know it is it is what it is i guess but i um so we he lost a lot of time it was like five six seven ten seconds i forget what it was now per hundred meters he lost instantly he got that back within two to three weeks but then what he developed straight up very very quickly is his ability to pace really well so you could say 
um, 100 metres at 132 pace and he would sit at 132 or 140 or 143 or 137. You can give him the number and all of a sudden he could pace that really, really well where he couldn't do that before. And so that that was a big you know big eye open anyway last school holidays we his swim squad had two weeks rest break period so he my son ended up swimming with me um for the entire two week school holidays and his average session goes for about 90 minutes with the with the swim squad um my average sim swim session by the time i dip a toe in the water to the time i'm out of the water is about you know a close to 90 minutes so i said do all your swims with me and i've changed the swim sessions and made some swim session you know some intervals were completely different than what what i was doing so but we would finish at the same sort of period within each block of the swim session um and he um so in his swim squad while it takes 90 minutes they're only swimming anywhere between two and three kilometers because there's a lot of waiting a lot of rest periods you know the the swim squad coaches people to do competitive pool swimming they're not you know worried about anything else so you could be doing 50 meter 50 meters set intervals with two minutes rest so so, but with me i hate rest i can't you know in the pool i I don't like mucking around too much in there it's you know i give the exact amount of rest that i feel like i need for a particular interval or sets or blocks of sessions and then I'm straight straight back into it. So, and my son doesn't like that because he he's not having all these big rests. But he did it with me anyway. And he's he's so we started doing a lot of four k swim sessions together. Yeah, uh, over a two week period. So not you know not tons, but not you know three to four swim sessions a week. He was doing with me. Anyway, within two weeks, his his swim time improved by about seven seconds per hundred meters by just adding that extra volume and knocking the crap out of his um, big rest intervals, and that was a huge eye. He he did nothing but complain week one. By the end of week two, he goes, "I don't enjoy these, but these are really working." <laughs> so, um, so I I, I say that um, in the but to make the point that if if you're mid pack swimmer unless you're really front pack swimmer um or you know whatever it is you you need to look at trying to improve so now's a good time to work on weaknesses um because if you don't work on weaknesses at this age they're going to be still around at later ages but that's not answering any of your questions whatsoever so the first first thing is um when it comes to rest um it depends greatly on what type of session that is what type of you know part of your training block you're in what type of intensity you're doing um what sort of um kind of training you're doing um you know polarized uh, pyramidal um block training um yeah there's so many different types of training um at your age i I would assume you're probably more on the polarized type of training um so 
and I, and I don't know if you've got a training plan that you're following or you just got a, a framework you're following. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. So I'm guessing a lot of this stuff. So for instance, the high, and I'm talking very general terms here. So um, if you're not sure, just hit me up and I'll explain a little bit more but the high, generally the higher the intensity of that interval so let's say let's call it um, we'll start off with the top so for, for instance if you look at zones so to speak so you we're looking at like you know easy um, endurance tempo threshold vo2 anaerobic so we're to, we're, we're talk, we'll talk a six zone format here just for, to make it nice and simple um, if you're doing what um, one minute efforts in zone six? Well, you might want four minutes easy, five minutes easy in between, because it's it's a very um, glycogen dependent um, interval. Very very good. I love them, but I love those type of sessions, especially for um, younger athletes or weaker athletes, especially on the bike. Um, weaker athletes and younger athletes, I like those for. Um, if it's VO2, so let's call it, um, you know, five times three minutes at VO2, you know, so zone five, you're probably going to need about three minutes easy in between. If we're talking, you're doing threshold work, so you're talking, um, you're going to be hanging hanging around a threshold five times three minutes, one, one minute to 90 seconds um that that's probably all you need if you're doing three minute <laughs> intervals at threshold if it's tempo you put, you're doing like tempo work i wouldn't be going any you know i i would i would cap that at one minute if, if it was at five times three minutes endurance well that'd be a different subject i don't think you'd be doing that but um so it, it just depends greatly on what the intensity is, what the goal of that session is. Um, and there's, you know, we, we hear it by a lot of people that every session must have a reason. And it is, it's true. You really do need a reason for every session, um, whether it's um, you, you're trying to – and you, you need to – so if you break everything up in four-week training blocks, so that's the way I like to look at things. So I'll have a a goal, for instance. Your your, your goal might be to race on a state level in, in three months or six months or whatever. So now you can start working your way back or a national level in, in six months. You work your way back for, from that point. And so what do you need? To, what What's your goal on that race day? Um, and what... Do you need to um, to be able to reach those goals? Now, we'll, unfortunately for humans, we overestimate our ability of what we can achieve in in the short term, um, but and we kind of disregard what we're trying to achieve in the short in the long term. But if you think you're all right, I've got to improve, you know, my high end on the bike. VO2 sessions and anaerobic capacity sessions, um, they're really, really good, um, especially the anaerobic sessions, to do months out um, and with longer rest intervals. And as you get close to the race, you're probably having less rest intervals and that and the intensity is getting very much like what you're going to be um, under on race day.
I don't think I don't know if I've just explained that well. In my head, it it, it makes perfect sense, but I'm not sure I've articulated it right in front of the little microphone here. But um, I, if I was your 15 years old, I would look at what's your long-term goal. You just looking to be the best you, best triathlete you can until you know college university um or you want to be professional you want to make it to the olympics or you just you know want to just have a good bit of fun do do whatever those goals are um you need that realistic time frame to reach those goals so you know you're out of college in you know x amount of years right now where, where do you want to be at that period and you can work your way back if it's just fun or you just want to be a fu- you know smash the living crap out of all your mates well, that, well that's a different type of training um if you're trying to make it to the olympics or you want to win the olympics or you're trying to make it to um become a professional long distance athlete um there are um What's the word I'm looking for here? There, there are, you know, benchmarks of, of um, a VO2, what you, you're going to need to be at that level. Um, you, just, you know, body composition, all these different things. And now you can, you can start thinking, well, in five years' time, I'm going to need a, a VO2 or, or in, in three years' time, two years' time, I'll, I'll need a VO2 in my 70s. Um, or, you know, you just... The, the, the answers are out there if you, you've got very, very clear goals. And um, I, I would probably be able to help you a little bit more um, if I had more information on long-term, medium-term and short-term. But I'm just gibbering now. So I'll, I'm, go, I'm going. If you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. Until next episode, hooroo.